Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. You can change what's going into your body. Yeah. Can you change. not rock? You yeah, can't I change mean, what's going into you your body. You can change what's going, but you can't. You still can't predict what's going to come out. <laughs> I the think other I end. know if I eat ten straight Big Macs in a day, I know what kind of shit's coming out my butt later that night. I mean, you still, also going to be a wild card. There's <laughs> a higher percentage chance. <laughs> yeah. So, I think I know what's coming out my ass. I've watched you. Coachella and been it's like, "Oh, this, wow, everything's fine." <laughs> How did that work? Oh man, are we rolling? All right, great. <laughs> um, you look at any of them trades? Does anyone look at any of the trades today? Because my not phone today. Been, my phone's been blowing up. Yeah, not today. Not today. Uh, we should probably let you know. You can you jump can in at any point. Yeah, you can jump in at any point. All right, so yeah. yeah, we start yeah, naturally. We just start naturally, I mean, and then we'll introduce you. I have been because I don't really work, yeah. so I just keep one TV on ESPN all day, and then LeBron. <laughs> I, 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 I want to be I want to be clear that he didn't say the Lakers because the Lakers the, are yeah, yeah he didn't say the Lakers. I'm growing into a Laker fan are you yeah but right. I I I have respected LeBron as a, the best player for quite some time I want to ask you a question because I wanted to ask this question to a, a mutual friend of ours but I was like there's no way he's going to answer this from a level headed place because of how much he loves LeBron mm-hmm. that person's name is 100 percent Carl Dart. Um <laughs> How much responsibility does LeBron James have for the complete dysfunction this Anthony Davis trade has brought to this locker room? 100% of the blame. Okay. And that's why I said I wanted to ask a fan of LeBron James who was level-headed because I know never in a million years would Carl Tart say that. Never. Yeah. LeBron is is someone who you bring him on your team to win today. Yeah. But the day he's gone, your team is going to be in shambles for a decade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what he's doing with the, the Lakers – Unless if they don't get AD, they are going to be trash. I, I if he leaves, I don't even. We don't need AD don't. for all of that. Like yeah. I really it's like Lonzo. I like Kuzma. I think Brandon Ingram, if he lifts some legs, yeah, can be good in the league. But I mean, he's just too slow off the dribble right now. Yeah, uh, but that's a lot to give up. A bunch of twenty-year-olds. Yeah. It was crazy because you still have to play basketball this season. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, so if and, the trade doesn't happen, what's what's what happens tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I guess LeBron. I, I think the what I think of is most harmful is like yeah the fact of there's a good chance that the trade might not happen and then everyone has to go back to work on Friday and like I thought about that like I thought about if my boss like came and was like yo you might be fired. And then I'll be like, okay, and I'm, I'm start getting into that headspace, and he comes in the next day. He's like, ah, never mind. That's gonna drastically change how I approach work from the rest of it. And we saw that in the Pacers game yesterday. I was like, yeah, I mean, they they were not into it. But I've been I've been traded before. Granted, not in the NBA, but it's a weird thing to have happen. Mm, yeah, um, it's especially I imagine it's weird just seeing your name on TV trade headlines. Like, oh, it could happen at any point. Uh. Yeah, because you don't find – I mean, there's a possibility that you don't find out. Like, you find out 
like how everybody else finds out sometimes, which is right. You'll find you'll be like the twenty fifth person to know that you've been traded. Jesus Christ, crazy, man! So That's you're looking crazy. at other other people like, oh, you knew the whole time. Like right. you could have told me something. Yeah. Right. I heard a story once that like Ray Allen when he was traded from Milwaukee, or wait, no, from Seattle, one of the two, whichever one he was traded from. Uh, he just sat in his locker and cried for like an hour. Jesus. Yeah. That's terrible. He no idea it was coming. Yeah, I mean, I think it was probably, uh, he was on, he got drafted by the Sonics, right? Or was it the Bucks? I can never remember which yeah, team. I can't remember. I can't remember been, they were both yeah, green. So they were both yeah. green. He went They're to all green, green yeah. teams. He did really go to all the green he teams. He was drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves, round one pick five. All right, but then they traded him. But then they him, traded him like immediately, immediately that night, right? Yeah, I don't think he ever I don't think he played a minute for the Wolves. He didn't Wolves. play a minute for the Wolves. I think he was traded to the Sonics, if I'm not mistaken. Let me fact check. I'm sorry. I think Milwaukee before the Sonics. Maybe. All right. It was Milwaukee. It was Milwaukee. Okay, so he was big on the Sonics. Like, that was his That was his team. He was big in Milwaukee. That's when I mean, he, he was did. big in Milwaukee, too. He got too. game was when he was in Milwaukee. Yeah, That's was. right. That's right. That's insane. I, I, I just started playing NBA 2K19. Uh, uh, shout out to... Uh, my friend who works over there and hooked me up with a copy, but uh, I can't believe you didn't get it right away. I just <laughs> kept. I didn't want to play it for a while. I got you because mm-hmm. I I heard, which is what I wanted to talk to you about. I heard about the fact that you start off as a player in China and have to work your way <laughs> back to the NBA. Do? That's the storyline this year because, like you know, like they're trying to they're competing against all these very interactive games. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like uh, uh, Red Dead was ridiculous. So I think like NBA Two K is just like all right. Now we have to create these like really interactive storylines and. There's a part in the game where you're on a G League team. It's whatever the Los Angeles affiliate is, and you get traded away for food. Like <laughs> <laughs> they didn't write that in there. No, it's in you, there, bro. You get traded for food. What's his name? Who is your coach? The- Michael Rappaport is your coach, and he goes, "Look, there's this really good franchise from this other G League team that we really want. <laughs> it's like a sandwich shop, and they trade you for that sandwich franchise, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get to play a minute for the Lakers G League affiliate, and you go to like." Uh, Fort Wayne or something like that. You go somewhere crazy, and I wanted That's to know because so you were in the G League at some point, and I wanted to know like, like, are there those kind of crazy trades where you're just like, nigga, I didn't even get traded for a player. You don't get traded for a sandwich. <laughs> That's it's a insane. big part That's... of the game. It's like a big part of the game. You get traded for. The I, would sandwich. I would quit. I would quit. I would quit. If anybody, I would quit life. If if House Love Works or iHeartRadio came up here right now and said, Yo, Jackies, we were replacing you. Because behind the bash has got that Dorito sponsorship, yeah, but they don't want you on the network at all. <laughs> that like, would be such a crazy request from Doritos. That would be a crazy. Yeah, that would we be. Would a wanna, crazy. We want to give this other show a sponsorship, <laughs> sponsorship. but that nigga Jaquise on that show that has nothing to do with behind the bash. <laughs> gotta all, go. He's gotta go. I would kill myself. I mean, I feel like that's how like every Fox News host ends up without a job. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Some like random water company like Nestle's like, hey, you can't just be racist. And yeah, then, that is true. I prefer not. Yeah, and it's like we we'll pull sponsors. From any, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's kind of how it all works. But Can we talk? You said you were traded. How did that feel when it happened? Uh, I was actually traded the last time. I guess was from one Korean team to another Korean team. Oh wow! And it was it was from like we were probably the sixth place team, and I got traded to the first place team, and we won a championship. But I hated that that team I got traded to. It was like we literally lived. This is no joke on the Hyundai construction plant where they put the cars together <laughs> and so it was and they had these dorms that they put all the workers in so the the people who are putting these cars together they don't go to and from home every day they go to and from a dorm room every day wow so it was wow. our team like 16 people 
Then the coaches and managers, we all had one dorm. And then there was like 50 other dorms with just like a sea of Korean dudes in jumpsuits just going to and from work with hard hats every single day for like, I ended up like two and a half years on that team. Wow. Damn. That's, I mean. That's weird to me because, not weird to me, but you hear that a lot. Because you, you want, you say that team won the championship, right? So they yep. were, obviously, you're a champion. But I heard, uh, like, Deion Sanders is another person who said, like, when he won his first Super Bowl, it brings no joy to him because he was, it, like, he hated yeah. where he was at the time or something like that. Does that, is it, did, does it feel the same for you? Or, I'm sure it brings joy to you, but now, what would you rather? Would you rather be like, yeah, well, play on a team that I love and like enjoyed, or go to a place I didn't like, but we won a title. I think Dion's a bit. He's like he's in the minority on that. Like when you go, your first championship, no matter where you win it, if you're a big part of winning that championship, you're gonna enjoy you're gonna it. Like enjoy I, it. I, I had fun. I just I had fun winning. But right. after that, I had the one. I'm like, bro, like all the rest of the stuff isn't worth it to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I proved it. Like yeah. there's nothing left to prove to keep living like this yeah that's that's fair and and it's also like i mean well i mean i there's so much like every everything everything new i learned about you rod this makes me want to learn more things i'm like all right wait hold (laughs) up you were like so how about we start from the beginning we introduce you we got rod benson here now rod you have probably one of the craziest resumes i've ever heard in my life so let's just start from your baller let's start there you played college ball. Where'd you play college ball at? Uh, University of California, Berkeley. Hey. It goes by Cal in the sports world, but no one associates the two, so I lead with uh, Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Did you stay there all four years? I was there all four years. When I was in school, people went all four years, because yeah. you could also just go straight from high school. Yeah. So it wasn't a need for the one and done, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever declare for the NBA draft? Like, Was that something that you thought was like possible at all, or...? Yeah, well, I was hurt my senior year, so I knew I wasn't going to get drafted. But before then, I had a good chance. But after that injury, I knew I had to start from the bottom like yeah. a NBA 2K19 character. <laughs> it's yeah. truly – that is exactly what happens in the storyline. I'm telling you, bro. I'll, I'll give you the copy when I'm I believe you. It. No, the 2K has the weirdest my player storyline. Like, 2K18 <laughs> was – a dude was projected to be a top five pick. Yeah. And – Stopped playing basketball to so, go DJ to go for two DJ. years. Yeah. And then a scout came to a, a backyard game. basketball game. A pickup game in Rucker Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually played. I, so I, I hadn't played 2K in like a long time. I played 2K18 for like a week. And I was like, who the fuck wrote this? Yeah. This <laughs> I know insane. exactly who this wrote it. So I can name drop him right no, now. I mean, not I like, okay, you're not dumb. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, you're never going to get scouted from a random <laughs> pickup game yeah. three on three. Yeah. Like, I, I just didn't understand. I, it's, I need it to be real. That's why I don't yeah. play basketball games because I know too much about basketball to yeah. buy into them. Yeah, especially with the behind the scenes stuff too. That has to be like so. Like, I mean, I'd be like somebody that made an improv game, and, or like a, <laughs> you start seeing all this, you're like, "That's not what the fuck it works." Uh, yeah. But that also made me think about the fact of like, I love doing improv, but if someone told me, "Hey, man, if you want to keep doing improv, you got to do it in Korea," I don't know if I'd still do improv. So, mm. talk to me about how much you love basketball to the point that you're just like, "I'm willing to go overseas to play it." I think it's I know I I didn't like basketball that much I, I liked money that much and I was I needed it yeah it's like and uh, when the especially when the economy crashed in like two thousand eight or two thousand nine mm-hmm. uh, the only countries that were like really paying were Asian countries mm. so that's when like 
they got all the power. And uh, I think the lockout was like the next year. It was. And you yeah. saw all the all the players went straight to Asia. Yeah, they went to China. That's where like the money that. was. So yeah. like, if it wasn't for that, I would have never gone to to Asia for sure. But I'm really glad I did because it was a great place to live for you know a decade. Yeah, you were out there for a decade. Wow. Basically, when did you get back? When did you get back here? Uh, April last year. Shit. Oh man, when I retired. Wow. Damn. That's. That That's is dope. That is dope, man. That is truly. I mean, I think that speaks to like how hard you work. Because I think that us who watch the NBA are a little bit spoiled, and we think of like people who went to Europe. You're like, oh, they weren't good enough. But still, the niggas who went to Europe are They're great. Way better than anyone you'll come across playing Bruh, basketball. When I ever. first went to Europe, like I was just like, oh, I'm gonna like dominate out there because yeah. I've been doing well in the states. I went to France, and I was like, dude, these. <laughs> Bro, they are huge in Europe. They're yeah. way bigger than NBA dudes. Yeah. Really? Yes. A lot of, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They are bigger. That's true, yeah. Like, Porzingis didn't come out of nowhere, and his yeah. team doesn't even win in Europe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's there's so many, like, seven-foot-three Serbians. Yeah. The, the problem is they just don't have, like, quick enough feet. Yeah. Or maybe they can't, especially shoot threes in today's league. But, yeah. like, everybody's the size of Gortat. Right, and I was like at that time I was like 200 pounds, and I was like, "Bro, this is difficult. This yeah. is diff- different than I thought for sure." That's crazy, man. That is. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think about just playing in the league like that and completely. What was the biggest culture shock to you? Because that, or let's just go from. So after your senior year in college, uh, you're just like, "All right, I'm probably not going to get drafted." What was the next move after that? Uh, I actually like had to find an agent. Like I didn't have one. No one like approached me like that uh and then i got word that there was like a dude in sacramento who was like training people so i just kind of like drove out there and he was like oh yeah like i tried yeah. to hit you up like my college coach was a big hater which is a part of the reason i was in that position mm. he's like yeah i called the school to, and they said they couldn't get a hold of you and i was like that's that's bullshit i go to school there <laughs> I'm like, yeah. How did they know? yeah i'm that's there bullshit. every day yeah uh, so I was once, just with the motherfuckers yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> once I hooked up with that dude, then we started, you know, then he got me an agent, and and it just kind of went from there. I ended up in the D-League that that fall. Now, can you talk a little bit about, like, this agent? Because I feel like, you know, we, Jaquise and I, and, of course, Sophie as well, we all know this stuff because we're, like, huge nerds, but I don't think people know about the agency management part about sports. Hmm. So, like, yeah, what does an agent do for you and all that stuff? Man, Bill, his name was Bill. Bill, uh... I don't know. It's funny. Towards the end, he didn't do much. But in the beginning, <laughs> he was really important. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't even know where to go. I didn't yeah. know, like, what you just see, like, the D-League, people go there. It's much more difficult to get into the D-League than people think. Yeah. Uh, especially nowadays with all these old NBA dudes just hanging around. Like, yeah. there's not space for college guys coming out. So, uh, yeah, he basically just told me, like, where to be and what to do. And, he, you know, he used to write these, like, kind of insane emails to different like GMs, like NBA GMs that I thought were like, they were like funny. Like, I don't think he meant them to be funny. Like one year I led the D league in rebounding and he wrote this. Uh, he was like shocked that I wasn't called up yet uh, to an NBA team. So he wrote like an email detailing that I was averaging like two point, like one rebound every like 2.6 minutes of play. And that it was like 0.3 minutes better than Dwight Howard, who's leading. I'm like, I don't think this translates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if some GM is weirdly stupid enough to, or Rob Benson's just better than Dwight. Let's get him up here. <laughs> which, uh, which affiliate did you play for? Uh, I spent most of my time in North Dakota with okay. the, uh, at the time they were the um, 
Grizzlies affiliate. Okay. Which made no sense, really. Yeah. 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 Some of them are uh, some located of them are in very, very weird spots. Weird places. Yeah. yeah. Back yeah. then, they were all located in weird spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now like, they're starting to kind of align a little bit more. Yeah, but also they're like in regular cities. Like yeah. my city was Bismarck, North Dakota, and our our conference was Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Erie, Pennsylvania, Des Moines, Iowa, and Fort Wayne, Indiana. And all of those teams' affiliates were like the Knicks, the Warriors. Like it, it just it was it was all over the place. Yeah. But we were trapped in this frozen zone. Wow, man, that's so wild. Uh, what was the level of like competition? Like, what were some of the guys that you played against when you're out there in the G League? Or it was a D League back then? Because I think we talked about like I'm from McAllen, Texas. Went to high school there. Right. We have the uh, Rio Grande Valley Vipers, uh, who I'm very proud of. You know, we got some great guys. Aaron Books. Went there. I think C.J. Watson used to play there for a little bit. Guys like that. You so know what's like, funny about um, McAllen, Texas, is mm. today on my like Facebook memories, it, I guess I was there ten years ago to the day. Oh, oh wow. wow! And it was uh, <laughs> and it said like I just saw a sign for Cracker Barrel. Oh yeah. But I don't know how to get there because the directions are in Spanish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then that, before iPhone, it was just like, well, right. I guess I'm not going to Cracker Barrel. I can tell you how to get there right now if you still want to go. <laughs> it's on Land, 10th Street. I'll Landmark and to, everything. Yeah, it's on. Uh, I'll tell you how to get there right now if you want to go. Uh, but yeah, what, what, I'm sorry, I forgot your question. Oh, but yeah, like who were some of the guys that you were going up against? Yeah, uh, so CJ, CJ Watson I played against in high school. Oh, wow. Uh, at my high school. And we won like 30. Nine to thirty-eight. It was like the lowest scoring game uh, <laughs> of all time. Uh, but yeah, I think as far as like bigger name guys, I mean, like it's weird. Like James White was on my team. Oh wow. Uh, Jason Williams was on my team my first year when he was like trying to make his comeback. That's funny. Uh, and it was crazy because he was like, you could tell he had like mentally it, but physically it just wasn't there. So he, yeah. he'd get like 14 assists and like 16 turnovers. <laughs> and, like, and everybody was trying to go at him so hard because right. it was like he was a name. Yeah, he's like white we're, chocolate. We're not names. Yeah. Right. No, not white chocolate. I'm talking about Duke Jason Williams. Whoa. Yeah. Jay Williams. Jay Williams. Yeah. Jay Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Going by. yeah. So he wasn't he wasn't old. He was like yeah. 24, 25. He just, yeah. he just, he just was w- trying to come off that motorcycle injury. Yes. Yeah. He couldn't. I mean... He couldn't because he was he was on the Bulls when that shit happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I remember hearing about his comeback was like it's not going well, <laughs> which sucks because I yeah. really was I was rooting for him. I mean, I I saw it front and center, man. He, you could just I don't know. It was the first time I'd seen someone really with ability that they couldn't use. Yeah, wow. It was a weird thing to to be a part of. Yeah, because yeah. it's like it's in his like you said it's in his brain. He he can do the moves, but there's just something in his body that's just like. Not connecting, and it's. A, I think it also. I don't. I mean, this is me just assuming, but I think his hunger was different after that too. Because, mm. like I said, guys would go at him, and mm-hmm. even though may, maybe physically he couldn't return back like he wanted to, but I feel like that, like, kind of like his spirit was lower. Yeah, when he didn't have the abilities like he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. You do D League. We go to uh, we go to Asia or Europe, Asia, Asia. I right? went to I went to Europe first. Europe first, sweet. Where and you were there for ten years. Where was is there multiple leagues over there, or were you just in one? Is there just one league? Because I don't know much about international basketball to the point where it's like, yeah, these are the conferences, these are the divisions and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's just like soccer. I mean, I don't know if you know soccer, but I don't know soccer. Yeah. I do. I know what you mean. <laughs> Every yeah. country has their own league. Okay. Um, in Europe, there is no like over 
arching league, so it's okay. just uh, my games would only be against Korean teams, except the preseason we might do a tournament in Japan or in uh, China. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Europe, you know, every team is in another league. So if you're like one of the worst teams in your league, you're playing against the other worst teams in other leagues. Mm. But the the one that's commonly referred to is the Euro League. Right. That's the top two teams from like the top ten leagues. So kind of like the UEFA Champions League. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're like the best teams from every country playing right. this like for this cup. Right. But there are some teams that just like really can't compete in that, like mine was. We were like the best team in France, but like the worst team in the Euro League. <laughs> And we just get smacked like every game. It was miserable. Yeah, yeah. How did that feel? Like, did you ever like? Was there ever like a point where you're just like, man, why are we working so hard to win here in France? Because we know we got to go to Euro League and get our asses kicked. Bro, I hated pretty much every day I was in France. Wow, how long were you there? I was there like seven months. Yeah, is it just because you knew like this isn't gonna compete? Uh, no, it's because. Like everything about France, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, people think France is this great place because nah. they visit Paris. Yeah. I lived in Nancy, which is like northeast next to Luxembourg, mm. where it was like freezing cold every day. <laughs> I lived. This this is true. My only view from my window was a graveyard with like huge <laughs> gravestones, and it was just like dark every day. Yeah, they gave me a, a car, but I guess I was like the latest signee, so I got the smallest car, which is a Peugeot 206. You know <laughs> anything about Peugeot? small it's, for you. Like, now they're making more cars this size, but, like, it was the smallest car that actually existed from the Peugeot line. It was like a Fiat. And you're a big yeah. dude. Like, what are you, like, six? I'm eight, six, six ten. <sighs> yeah. And this thing was a stick shift, and French people don't care about you, so they're like, oh, you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I lived at the bottom of a long, yeah, because I never drove a stick shift before. I lived at the bottom of a, a hill that was, like, three miles long. With, like, 19 stoplights to go to and from practice. Too much, dude. And just, like, fools would pull up behind me at the light. I'm like, nah, you just go around, man. I'm going to roll back. Right, right. (laughs) That was just every day for me. It was just, like, not not even the low lights. It's just the day. I've been to to just, like, a a French-like island. So that's all I can speak to. But the the overall consensus is French or what a pe- flex. Let's not let that flex. <laughs> Let's not let that flex roll by. That I've only been so to a French island. That's all I. I was can. a little Literally. upset that he said that. I well, never saw the islands. Well, I was. What I'm trying to say is, I, I go don't on know. Cruises. What's up? <laughs> the amount of shit y'all give me and I don't get back. <laughs> I swear. Uh, anyway, uh, and they hated Americans there, so I don't know if that's like true in France either. Like you hear that, but right. and I got that taste. They that. don't hate Americans. They just like they just don't think we're worth like any extra effort. Yeah. yeah. So the one thing which that, is fair. It, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> not. Yeah, it's so. I mean, I'm trying to be reasonable about it, but when you're when you are there to work and to live you need someone to take an extra step with you that is you a good point cuz you don't know shit right and so not getting that it felt more aggressive than maybe it was but playing in like korea for example where they take care of every single little thing in your life it's just a complete 180 like i i struggled zero days in korea and every day in france wow wow that's crazy that's yeah not to fast forward but because I've never talked to someone who's had like a full athletic career. 
Uh, so you just got back to the states less than a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and you said you retired. What it? What is that like? Because we're we're gonna get to like what you're doing now. But what was what's that feeling like as an athlete to know like I'm I'm probably done. I was done three years ago. Okay. <laughs> That's something I hear. A lot of people say a lot of you usually people athletes usually hang on a year or two like later right. than they probably no, I, want to. I yeah, I guess want to. I I started like a three year plan to get out. Mm. Um so that I knew I'd have like resources and you know, everything ready to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, after I played for that championship team in Korea, they just like took my will to play. I didn't want to wow. play anymore after that. And I just started preparing myself mentally. Uh, plus, in Korea, they have a bunch of weird rules. But one is that if you're signed to a team, you can re-sign with that team twice. So you can play on the same team for three years. And so okay. I was entering a new three-year period where I was like, after this, I don't want to play for anybody else and start over. Right. Uh, but it was like it was mad cool because knowing I was going to retire, which I think a lot of overseas people don't really know that they just kind of like get injured or stop getting signed yeah uh it was like a kind of a cool little farewell tory type thing that they oh, did that's cool. did you print out shirts year. like do you see Dwayne wade's farewell tour shirt that was that's fucking cool i'm gonna pick one up <laughs> I, I saw i'm like i'm not a big Dwayne wade fan but this shirt looks so fucking dope that i'm gonna pick one up i think it was just weird seeing him wear it yeah <laughs> but it's true I, mean, I was like keys? oh he's just wearing no. a shirt with his name and his yeah, face let me on find it. it for you bro because uh, i know he's doing he's getting jerseys from everybody this year uh which is so funny to me because he chooses the one he wants the jersey the person he wants the jersey from so uh, that's true. So then everybody else is just like, well, I guess I ain't shit. But <laughs> but, then, but but then when he plays Chicago, which is a place he's from, and he played there for a season, the the person's jersey he got was Benny the Bulls. He was like, I don't want nobody on that fucking team's jersey. I'm getting the mascot's jersey. Yeah, I didn't uh, think about that. That shit is. It's really cool shirt. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, not to cut, not to nah, cut you they, off. I didn't get one of those shirts. Is the is the bottom line, right? But, but you I mean, got you, you had you a farewell tour. Though. Yeah, yeah. They they, which I would say is rare for an American player over there. They yeah. really they really uh, respected the fact that I was retiring. Uh, and you know there were like videos and that's dope, man. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's dope. You think that jersey going up in the rafters? Uh, I don't know, like. So Korea is like kind of still racist. Okay, all right, that's, and it's not. That's all you gotta say. It's, but no, it's not like it's not how we see it. It's how gotcha. like it's how white people think racism should be, which yeah. is like kind of like, oh, like this is just how it is. Like, oh, it's not like I don't hate you. Like mm-hmm. they love me, but they're like only Koreans but, get these advantages. You know that. Come gotcha. on, you know that you're in Korea. Like who let gotcha. you in? It's cool. Uh, so I don't know about actually in the rafters, but. But um, you got you 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 are deemed a special player. Yeah, my uh, pictures somewhere in the arena. Yeah. And they that's dope. They had man. me do like a video, send in a video for like uh, the Christmas game. Oh, like cool. say hi to all the fans. I mean, I obviously didn't see it, but they played it on the jumbotron out there a few weeks ago. That's fucking dope, dude. Can you? Did you pick up Korean? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Because you didn't have to. Because you said they they you probably just had translators all the I had time. Had a translator. Who also became one of my uh, good friends. Uh, but also, if you learn to read Korean, like mm-hmm. the symbols, which only takes like an hour because it's actually 
like scientifically designed to be easy to learn. Oh wow! Mm. Really? Um, yeah, they actually have a holiday for it. Um, Just to learn? No, to celebrate the king who brought them this like this new Language. alphabet. Okay. Because it, it before then they were using like the Chinese alphabet, which only scholars could really learn, and like aristocrats. So he develops this this new one, and everyone can learn it. Right. And so they celebrate the fact that, like, the people became more literate that day. Oh, dope. That's um, type. Yeah. That's but dope. if you can read that, you realize they don't have a lot of Korean words. Like, most of it is English. So if you go to Korean town, not most of it, but a lot of it is English. Yeah. If you go to Korea town and you see, like, symbols and That's it's actually true. saying, like, literally it says, like, Heya Salon. It doesn't oh, wow. say, like, some word you don't know. Okay. So you read that, you, you basically know how to get around. That's cool. That's type. That's cool. Well... So we got your whole basketball career down. You're doing something very different now. And we want to talk about that. We'll talk about that when we come back from the break. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Culture Kings. We are still here with Rob Benson. Again, very crazy basketball career. You went all over the world. But now you're doing something that is so wild. And I want to talk to you about how I found out about this. Because I didn't know about it when we met up at the bar. Like, right, we <laughs> okay. met up at the bar. We were talking about basketball, and I was like, "Oh, this dude is dope. I gotta have this dude on because I want to talk about G League and all this stuff." I was at a Super Bowl party on Sunday, and right. my friend Chuck was just like, "Hey, do you know Rod Benson?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know that dude." And he's like, "I'm trying to buy some of his art." And I was like, "What are you talking about? He's a basketball player. What are you talking about?" He's like, "Now you gotta check out this dude's art, man. I'm trying to buy some of it because it's gonna become very valuable one day." Then I went on your Instagram, and my man. You are a mad talented artist. Like that is a, a whole <laughs> thing about you I had no idea about. Uh how did that happen? Like is that something you've been doing all along or what did you discover like yo I want to do and again we're going to put up your Instagram of course. What like is that cuz I want to I want to check more of it out right now. Let me get let me tell you what it is right now to I could say is, it too. I you mean no, nah, don't yeah. say it, bro. I'm on it right now. Z S O R Y O N. Z S It's my middle name. Zoran Jerion. Jerion. Bet. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess, how could I put this? When I was a first out of college, like my first year in the D-League, actually was the first ever sports blogger for Yahoo. Mm-hmm. You were? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because okay. back then, like, no one really had online presences. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I was, like, one of the first ones, and I, like, immediately became kind of famous for that. Yeah, I Way mean, more I've, than basketball. I've probably read many, because I used to, back when, like, J.E. Skeets and all that was... So J.E. Right. was my editor. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. definitely read a lot of your articles, because I used to Yahoo Sports religiously, like, right. 10, 15, 10 years ago. Yeah, so I had my own column, Too Much Rod Benson, and... Damn. Uh, yep. And, I, remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That's fucking dope. So Pony Shoes was like, oh, we're going to give him a uh, a shoe contract. So I had my own, like, shoes, and at the time we had this, like, catchphrase, boom, though, that was in all, like, the videos we did and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they made the boom, those, and they brought me down, and they sh- they designed a shirt, like, in front of my face. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I'd never seen, like, Adobe Illustrator or, like, any of that stuff before, and I just kind of, like, watched what the dude was doing. And then that night I went home and downloaded that program and started messing around. And so 10 years later, I basically knew graphic design based on that moment and then using that to like create clothing lines throughout the years. Mm. So I already had this like idea of like colors that I like framing. Yeah. I was doing all this stuff digitally before. Um, 
And then last season, during season, I just like, I don't know, I just was like, I'm bored. I'm going to go to the art store and like mess around. And I just started, I don't know, seeing if I could translate what I was doing digitally to, to Canvas. We're going to stop this talk right now, my man. <laughs> We're going to stop this talk. No one just goes and... Because if you look at some of this shit, like, let's go on this man's gram right now. I'm looking go at ahead, it right now. You pick now. one, Jagis, I'm going to pick one we're going to talk about. Look All at right. this. You telling me that one day you was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to make this Biggie painting right here. That's what yeah. you did? One day you are just <laughs> yeah. like, you know what, fuck it, I'm bored. Let me go ahead and paint this, because this is fucking beautiful. Yeah. We got a, uh, is that Nate or is that is that Nate? Yeah, that's Nate Dog. We got a Nate Dog, which is fucking dope as shit, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, that's not. I mean, that's, that is, yes, that's worked talent, but that's also some God-given fucking talent. Yeah, I'm bro, yeah, come damn. on. You say you just, yeah, one day I was just bored, you know what I mean? And then, <laughs> like, what I mean? Like, nigg- niggas start painting for this to get to this at, like, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old are you, about 32, 33? 34, yeah. 34, man, 34. Right. You, just, yeah. you just picked up the paintbrush and started doing shit like this? I mean, it's it's like, once you, I think that, to me, the the most difficult thing about creating something is like knowing how like how you create something. Yeah. yeah. So once you, uh, LeBron, yeah, once you get like that's what I'm saying. Like once I learn like my color schemes and all that stuff, right. it's it it's different. Like there's a lot of people who can paint like exactly your face. Yeah. But I think that takes less creativity than to like change it and make it doper. I guess. Yeah. You right. have a scheme to all of your paintings, right? It's a lot of people that were very familiar, but. Their colors are slightly off or different in a way. Uh, right. Like, what, what did you draw that from? Or, uh, like, what inspired that? Like, what were you like, yo, I'm going to make Biggie blue? Uh, I don't know. I just like. It's I very like California. Yeah, yeah. You're from here, right? Yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from San Diego. Yeah, so it that makes perfect sense. I mean, not, it, it, when whenever I think of, like, when you see California art, yeah. and by that I mean, like, things that depict the beautiful sunshine and the beautiful colors that pop up in the sky and shit like that from sunsets and stuff. Yeah. Like these are the yes. type of colors that you see yes. in a lot of that art. And that's yes. what you are representing here, which from San Diego, you guys have some of the most beautiful sunsets. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just always like bright colors. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess there's a, there's another like layer to this story, which is that, you know, when I came, when I retired last summer, um, last spring, I wasn't really painting. I painted, a Whitney Houston for my mom for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was the first one I did. That was May. Okay, shout out, uh, shout out. And then I did like one more, and uh, we were up in um, San Francisco, and my homie's just like, he's like, when are you going to do, do a show? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not doing a show. Like, And my girl's like, oh, it's going to happen in September. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, since when? And they like, they started planning it. But I was still like, nah, like I'm not like really legitimate in this space. I painted two paintings. Yeah. Um, and then I was, uh, I was in Vegas for the summer league and the first night we went out to whatever club is at Caesar's palace. I guess I just literally bumped into the wrong dude, but a bunch of like police literally like just picked me up, like busted me out the back doors, threw me on the ground and handcuffed me. Wow. And they left me there for like an hour while they decided if someone wanted to press charges where there was never going to be charges to press. Cause oh, I didn't, yeah. do, anything. didn't do anything. Um, just be black. Right. In the wrong space. So I was just like basically, and then they wouldn't let me back in, obviously. I didn't want to go back in. Uh, and this is at the G League. No, no, no. This is this is last summer. This is last summer. Oh, they not had, the they, G League. I'm sorry. They had the summer, summer League in yeah, Vegas. Summer so league. you were at a That's party or something afterwards, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the next day, like, I don't know. I've been through shit like this before, but 
I don't know why this one like really like shook me up more yeah. than the other ones where I didn't leave my hotel room the whole the whole day. Yeah. I I just like ordered a vodka bottle up to my room and just like took it to the face and just laid there. Like I was yeah. real emotional. Yeah. I can uh, imagine I, like dude, you're 6'10". A lot of people think like when police rough you up, like they it's cuz they can be physically imposing on you. There aren't many people that are going to physically impose you. So they went right. extra. So they went they extra, went extra yeah, for they, you, They dude. go extra, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you've seen uh, the videos of them. What's that nigga in Milwaukee that they like took down for parking his car illegally out in front of I forget CBS. his name, but yeah. I think his name is literally Michael Brown. Isn't it something like that? Isn't it something crazy? Like, like he has the name of someone who got... But like it, they took like eight of them on him. They broke like, Thabo Cephalosha's leg. Yeah, outside of that no club reason. in New York. Yeah. yeah. Like where they're just like, they're so big. And it's like, bro, you don't got to do all You that. don't have to like... You could have also just asked me to leave. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, which would have been aggr- excessive too. But yeah. So, anyways, Sterling that Brown. night, Sterling Brown. There Sterling you go. Brown. That night, I was, uh, I was still in my room, and I ordered, you know, three big canvases, and I came back and I painted Colin Kaepernick first because mm. I was just really in that headspace. Yeah. And then I was like, it like kind of clicked for me that I've been painting these like, you know, black figures that are important to me, more like brightly. And, and and I did a show called Neon Black, which was to express that, you know, being dark doesn't have to mean dangerous mm. and that you can even change the idea of what being dark means. Yeah. So that's where, like, kind of my color schemes are derived from now that it's gone past that. But before then, I wasn't an artist. And after that, I really felt like I was. All right, man. You can That's... keep that line. You can write that. Write. Make sure you write that line down. Make sure you write that line down because you have to put that in your book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just throw that line out on the pocket. No, write I, that line down. I, I got it in here, bro. <laughs> He's like, this is my line. I got it right here. <laughs> I love that, though. I love that. I love this idea of neon black as well because, again, right now, I mean, we've always been in the flux of art. But I feel like right now, black people more than for a very long time are responding with such art due to the circumstances around us, right? Like, yeah. yeah. We've had a president who has openly said fuck you to us. We've had a police that has become more and more and more aggressive, and we were responding with art. And I love this idea of you're just like, I am tired of the darkness that surrounds so many of our black figures, right? Like, when you think of a black figure, obviously you think of their accomplishments, but there's so much shame and disgust and notoriety with all of them that you're just like, fuck that. I want to show them in this new, beautiful, bright light. I fuck, yeah. That's so fucking dope. I mean, just living overseas for so long, mm. it's it's becomes very quickly apparent how we are portrayed uh, worldwide. It's Dang. just because all they have is media. Right. So yeah. when I talk to a Korean, they're like, oh, first of all, isn't L.A. dangerous? Yeah. Like, I'll get murdered. Like, you're different because I don't feel like you're going to murder me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're not getting this information from people you've met. You're getting it from the worst possible sources. Yeah. But those are the those are the sources. So yeah. we got to break in and change those sources, right? That's. I mean, that's it. I mean, it, and it's happening in like, you know, TV and certain movies. But a lot of that stuff still isn't like worldwide. Yeah. Um, like some of the older media is. Um, but I mean, hopefully, it it keeps going in this direction. Right. Yeah. That's that. I mean, I'm still caught up on like the fact that you got thrown out TV style from like fucking police. Just, <laughs> you mean like Fresh Prince style? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how I imagine like them throwing and then handcuffing you and shit. It, it's just it, it's, the worst part was the dude who like I guess I bumped into. He was outside with us, and they're like, "Oh, do you want to press charges?" He's like, "I don't know," and he just like sat there like smiling at me while I was right. down there for an hour. 
That's, that's insane, and I asked dude. the officer, one of them was black. I was like, are y'all like real? Can I get real police in here to deal with this? Because he's like, no, we are real police. Yeah. And I was like, so this is just what it is. He's like, until this guy wants to press charges, I can't do anything. And I looked him in his eye like, bruh, like you have to, like, bruh. That's like, are you here? Like, are trash. you, you're with me, right? That's a was trash. not. Was not. Ugh, All right. So me out. now you, you, I mean, like you got, you got the MJ jam up. You got Biggie, you got Fresh Prince, Easy e Uh, so you are, you've a very much have a uh, a figure like in that's central to a lot of your art that I see right, right. now. Um, what uh, what other things inspire you uh, besides like an individual to paint, or are there? Well, the, even the individuals; these are all mostly, I should say, uh, '90s pop. Yeah, like pop culture icons. Yeah, because right? uh, I really just enjoy that. That time, I just got shown the the Aunt Viv, the real Aunt Viv, real Aunt Viv, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, those are like, those, yeah, those are like, you cannot be a black person and not like respect the real Aunt Viv, yeah, right, one hundred percent. You know right. what I mean? So I don't know. It just comes from like growing up in that right. that culture when, in my opinion, that's when like black media like really started to like blow up. Of course, mm-hmm. this reminds me a lot of Warhol and like when he like started taking pop culture items and like. Of course, it's, uh, the color schemes kind of remind me of that famous Campbell Soup one where yeah. he put Campbell Soup in all this. Because he was also trying to do, like, we understand these things in a commercial sense, but what about the more interesting colors and vibrant ways we can add to them? And I see you kind of doing that with these black figures. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's it's 100% that. But also, I, and it, this is, like, the lamest thing, but I like, don't people like looking at shit that's, like, brighter colored and, like, yeah. more yeah. pleasant? Like, I've oh, never yeah. understood yeah. a painting that's just, like, brown on brown with, like, a... A wavy line. Well, I love. It. I love the dark shit. I love the dark, dark, dark colors. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I get way more play when I wear bright colors. <laughs> but I love dark colors as well. And and like your shit, even though you have a lot of different colors and stuff in your art, it makes sense. Like uh, people will probably come to me, come at me for this, but like shit, like Jackson Pollock makes no fucking sense to me. You gonna sure. get, you gonna get eight the fuck. It makes no fucking sense to me. I, I agree like, with you, but I keep it to myself. <laughs> I like, think that's fair to say. Like the average person uh isn't aware of Jackson Pollock's history or what he's trying to represent. It's it's it looks like anybody can do it. Yeah. So you feel like it's less valuable. Right, at least yeah. not not money wise. You know it's worth a lot. It's right. Worth too but much. you but you know that it's it it doesn't hold any like like you look at it and be like why right yeah what and I know he mean? has something like he wasn't just throwing paint uh, I but mean maybe that's how he was. Was. I mean like, <laughs> he was but like he had a method to his madness I think yeah uh, again it's not it's <laughs> art validation is weird yeah like, it is. we we it res- really is well like, we we respected right. Terry Richardson as like a great photographer but he only took straight up photos in front of a white background yeah that yeah. his assistants set up the cameras and stuff like it That's i hear true. he doesn't even actually know how to like use a camera really he just knows how to push the button but, but then but then he's top dog right so it's you know everything is subjective and you're allowed to subjectively say hey i don't think jackson pollock really does it for me yeah so then uh going off of that question quite hypocritically what what's like and uh, we'll ask you this before we get to our would you rather what is that goal or like that final shiny thing that you see for your artwork? Like where where are you headed with this? 
Uh, we got we do got another art show yeah. coming up. We talking about a book that I can like you know send to my mama. What, what's good, man? I mean, I would love to do another show by the end of the year. One might come quicker than that, mm. just with um, different things we're working on right now. But I mean, I I'd, I'd really like to hook up with some of the people that I've been painting, um, like a Kaepernick or like you know uh, Will Smith or something, and do a campaign based around why I started painting in the first place. Dang, that yeah. would be excellent. Um, Cause I think I'm a good messenger for that message also. Yeah. Uh, 100%. And it's black history month. So like right now I'm working on an Angela Davis and it's just like, who, who's going to really receive that and, and how, and how do we, can I meet up with Angela Davis? And yeah. like, yo, let's discuss like why I think you're important and why, Everyone should know who you are. Because there's an intention behind your work, and there's a message to it, and you want to make sure that that gets out clearly. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I love that, man. I mean, hopefully, you know, we can make that happen. Hopefully, we're sending out a beacon. I mean, dude, I feel like it's not going to be hard for you to link up no. with anybody you want to. Uh, because this shit's good. This shit is good. Thank and you. good shit. Good Kareem rises to the to the top, man. It's it, You are... Like I'm looking at, I was looking at just everything like on, through your Instagram because I hadn't seen your Instagram, so I hadn't seen like your full art. Right. Like I've seen it on like people sharing and stuff like that, but I didn't know it was you. Um. So the shit is dope, dude. <laughs> like the shit is just dope, <laughs> it's man. Dope, man. Yeah. Is is just dope as art, and it's something like I I want to get more into art, and by that I mean like I want to have more art like on my walls Absolutely. and shit like that. Absolutely. Um, you know what? On that on that point, because you what you just asked me, you know my manager, uh, he's really big on changing how also like black people consume art, and yeah. and he works with a lot of athletes, and he's like, I want them instead of thinking I want to buy a Rolex for my friend to buy. A painting for my friends. Yes. And expand that. The value is the same. And one even appreciates more if you do it right. Way more. So why not spend more money on those things than on depreciating goods? I mean, it's it's something that I was was talking to a group of people yesterday and I asked them, uh, like we were doing something called a stretch and share. And I asked them to give something that they wanted to be when they were a kid, right? And these are all people who work in like a tech company and they all, all the shit they said, I wanted to be an inventor. I wanted to be a mathematician. I wanted to be this. I'm like, man, literally when I grew up, all niggas wanted to be was basketball players, rappers. That's not a, that's Uh, not just a fake thing. Like that is what, or entertainers, right? Right. That's what we wanted to be when I had grown up around my neighborhood. And I was just thinking, man, how dope would it be for somebody to say, yeah, I want to paint. (laughs) <laughs> like I yeah, want yeah, to right. besides just being a doctor and stuff like that even in the artistic world we as people in the entertainment industry get an unfair uh share of what it means to be an artist uh mm. like when you think of art you think actors uh or you know like art as far as like people who are famous for right, art right and, and we don't get to have as many black faces in some of those more what i call artsy fartsy spaces exactly exactly like we're we're struggling to get into our spaces but yeah. i can only imagine how hard it is for a person of color to firmly get into like the art spaces 
where they are like, yeah, man, I could easily hook up with a Jay-Z or a Colin Kaepernick or right. something like that. And the, the thing that people don't realize is creating art is kind of expensive, too. Oh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so the there's the I, I would consider myself like graffiti street art style. And if you look at, you know, who the top people are in that space on Instagram, it's all like kind of like cool looking white dudes. Right. Like. But I think part of that is because they could afford it. I'm not saying yeah. that they're not talented. They are for sure. But the resources. But you have to, like, I spend, like, I'm glad I had a savings to get into this, but I spend a ton just to get the materials. And so when I think about some kid who wants to be an artist, my first thought isn't, like, his desire. It's his opportunity Absolutely. based on what's available to Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Or her. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We come back. I got a, I got a what you rather for you guys. And it's not going to be a thoughtful would you rather. It might be, but it's vain. It's a vain would you rather. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. This man out of control. We'll do it when we get back. We back. It's time for would you rather. I got also, can we shout out Rod for something? He's the it. first guest not to react to how weird our breaks are. He was yeah. very professional. <laughs> he just stood there. He didn't say anything. Usually our guests go, wait, what? What's, oh, go, what's going on? What's going on? But he was the first guest to just sit there and be like, they know what they're doing. They're fucking professionals. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, Rod. also years of basketball. I've been in a lot of radio stuff, yeah. a lot of TV stuff. You kind of get used to being in these spaces. Yeah. yeah you I know think what's going on. People at home might be like, yeah, they took a break and they walked out of the room, got a, coffee, <laughs> got a cup of coffee. Jaquise went and took a piss for a bit. It's like, no, we stayed right here. We didn't move. <laughs> we didn't move, y'all. We didn't move. This isn't crazy. We've asked some crazy ones, and I got some crazy ones that I'm thinking of that's going to really force iHeartRadio to take us off the air. But this one isn't. But it is a little vain. So would you rather age from the neck up only or from the neck down only? Neck. From the neck up or neck down? Neck down. Neck down, neck so down. you only age from the neck down. Yeah, because you can put a suit on forever and I mean, take it, pills. Yeah, bro, but somebody eventually gonna, gonna see you I mean, naked. They gonna see that saggy dick, bro. Like they, someone's gonna see. You that about to disappoint dick. a lot I'm, of people. I'm saying that there's there's a there's a, there's an idea. I'm not saying I believe in this. Only for the sake of this, would you rather? There's an idea that once you've gotten that far, it's, it's too late. Oh, I don't know, man. It's, if I if I if 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 I Ever took off someone's clothes and that dick was just sack. <laughs> I'll say, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. And I'm going to go home. Yeah. Because look, man, like if somebody's looking at me like, man, that's an attractive brother right yeah. there. Woo, let's get, let's go back to my place. And you unbutton. And then you unbutton your clothes. Hey, baby, you say, hey, take and, your clothes off on me, baby. And you 80? Take your clothes <laughs> off on me. Yeah, yeah, I get, like, hey, what the heck? You got <laughs> spots all over you. <laughs> So you'd rather have a, like a hundred year old face with a twenty year old body? Yeah, because then that person likes my personality, and I'm giving them a gift at the end for it. <laughs> <laughs> right? You ever seen them? Uh, you ever seen them Instagram pictures of like sexy grandpas where they're like ripped and shit? Oh, that yeah. is weird. It's, it's like weird. someone's comments like, "Who who's whose granddaddy is this?" Like, I'm like, no, stop. But it's true. That's somebody's granddaddy, man. That's somebody's granddaddy. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna go ahead and let myself age from the neck up. I'll go neck up, man. I gotta go neck up because. Look, you know, like we got advantages that we black, so you know we age a little bit better. 
This it's is a true. little bit this better. No, we still gonna get old. We still. What I ate this joke with a friend. When black people age, we age quick as fuck. We wake up one morning and we looking good. We go to bed and wake up the next morning and we ninety. Yeah, one hundred percent. for real, that's how I feel about Koreans too. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd be like, are you? 12 or 35. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, oh no, you're 70. Like, yeah. Just like Shit, that. Just you're like not, that. You're not in between. Yeah, yeah. There's no in between. But yeah, man. When it goes, it goes. I Neck, neck up is for me. Neck up, man. I would just walk around with my shirt off. <laughs> I don't know if that's a solution. And I want to really preach that that's not a solution I mean, to Keith because if I ever saw a nigga who looked 100 from the neck up, but had a banging body. <laughs> I'm walking the fuck out again. Like I'm being like, bro, I'm out. If this you if creepy. you only age neck down, it's not like you're aging. It's not like you're accelerated. You know, you could you could just drink juices and like do Pilates and stuff. Like you, like you said, you see these grandpas with with bodies still. Like yeah, they did yeah. that naturally. Yeah. What if their face was still like 30 their whole life? Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 because this is the first time I asked this question, so we do put parameters on it. We figure it out, right? Uh, whenever we ask, so would you rather for the first time? So let's say that with this, would you rather? You don't have the ability to uh, offset with like health. <laughs> or like terrible. with like you know you can't just be like all right well, i'm just gonna work out all the time and shit like that like i'm not saying you're gonna be like unhealthy as shit right but you can't just say like you gonna age like a normal person who just is living life <laughs> like ages okay but, but still i mean i feel like we i feel like we i feel like we're firm in our camps though i i still i would still yeah, I'm go still neck my, i'm still neck down all right sophie what about you Mm. <laughs> this question sucks. It really does. It, it, I think this is worse. This is one of Jagis's worst ones. This ain't worse now, than the go. Is this immediate or is this in like? I mean, no. You gonna age regularly, but you one one is gonna stop aging, and the other half is going to age. Let's go with. I, I'd like to keep my face. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you want to keep your face, man. So, yeah, dude, this isn't as bad as the first. Would you rather? It's the worst. We retired. Still the worst. It. We retired it. I'm going. What, go- what was that one? I'm going to bring. I mean, I can ask you if you want to answer it. I mean, I'm. I'm curious. All right. All right. She yeah, says I, mean, I shouldn't want to answer this. But listen, if I ask it, you got to answer it. I'm. Com- I'm. I'm trying to come up with one that's worse than this. All right, but I haven't quite figured it out yet. That's just not like problematic this one ain't problematic it is but not in a bad way okay but here it is would you rather sleep with the goat but no one oh thinks you did here it is here it is or would you rather not sleep with a goat but everybody thinks you did uh the second one so you would sleep with a goat but right. as long as nobody thought you did no 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 no. i would prefer not to sleep with the goat but even everybody. if everybody thought you did okay all right yeah I'm in the other. I've camp. been accused of worse. <laughs> what? 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 Worse than sleeping with a goat? We don't gotta know. We don't gotta know. We ain't got time. We, we don't gotta know. <laughs> I think that came out differently than I meant to. <laughs> I've been I've been accused of worse. I was like, God oh, damn. I mean, God people damn, have been accused of worse. <laughs> I was like, who cares if OJ did or didn't? He's not in jail. I mean, there I mean, are some people who care. There's a lot of people who care. There's some people who care, but I feel you. You know, more people care. Like NFL, for instance, like Mike Vick. More people care about that than like there's some murderers in the NFL that Do nobody gives like, a shit about. I feel like sometimes I see homeless people with a dog, and I feel like they get 
more money because they have a dog and that's why they have one. Just so people will feel sorry for the dog, want to feed it. And then they take give all it the money. food or money or whatever, and then they split it 50-50. I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, that is very man. funny. I wouldn't be surprised. I, like, yeah. I wonder. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real. Like, I don't always give money, uh, which, you know, whatever. I, mean, I don't yeah. always give money. If but you always give money, something's wrong with something's you. Wrong with something's wrong with Something's going bad. But, <laughs> I'm, but I'm trying to figure out, like, what, where do I give money more? Does that make sense? Yeah, I always buy food. Like, I'm just like, uh, is food, if, if it's food, I got you with food because I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel like, you. I'm like, Wait. I'll buy you some food. Like, at Chick fil A today, this guy was like, yo, can I get a dollar fifty? And I was like, what you want, bro? He's yeah, like, that's I'm funny. trying to get a meal. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just buy you the meal. And then I bought him the meal. You never bought like, a meal for someone who was like, oh, I don't want this? That's, 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 that's happened, happened to me, me a lot. That's, that's happened, happened to me. That's why yeah. I take them with me now. Right. It's happened to me where it's like, no, nah, I don't want this. I'm like, nigga, if you. Ooh. Yeah. I'll, I've offered when people ask, like, yo, can I get some money? And I have food yeah. or bottles of water or shit. And I'll be like, I ain't got nothing, but here you go, man. It's like, nah, I'm good. Right. It's like, man, what you want money for then? <laughs> there was a, the first time I ever went to UCB to watch a show. I was at Sunset. My boy asked me to come watch the show. Uh, I stopped by that liquor store across the street. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to get you know, some vodka or something before I – I don't even know what goes on in there, uh, yeah, but there's yeah. no bar. Uh, so I'm uh, walking out, and I, like, I never have cash. Like I'm notoriously a person who does not keep cash. But I had like $5 for some reason, so whatever I bought, I paid cash. I had like a dollar left. This, uh, this woman outside is like, oh, can I like you – know, can I have some money? And I'm like, I never have cash. I feel like this is – Providence, I'll give you this dollar. Almost like she's she's pretty frail looking in like a chair, like mm-hmm. like she might die at any moment. Yeah. I start walking across the street and this other woman walks by and she's like, Hey Sherry. The woman's like, huh? She's like, What you doing? Like, oh, you know, just hustling these niggas for their dollars. <laughs> and I was like, I was still right there. I was still right there. <laughs> Yo, that neighborhood where UCB Sunset is is wild. It's wild, bro. So did you hear about that person who got robbed? No. At gunpoint, and everybody was at Birds and just didn't pay attention. Like everybody, oh, everybody yeah, I heard about this. Last like, year, you mean? Yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, was Franklin? Getting, yeah, Franklin. On, right there on Franklin and Tamarin. This thing was getting robbed at gunpoint. Everybody at Birds was just like, hey, just watch your dinner. Don't look over there. Don't. Uh, he got robbed they at saw gunpoint. it? They knew it was happening? Yeah, it was at, It was right in front of Bourgeois Pig. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's people at Birds and sitting outside of Bourgeois Pig, and everyone's just like, nah, bro. We ain't, wow. let, this nigga, let this nigga I remember hearing thing. that story. Yeah, yeah. Shit is crazy, man. It's yeah, getting crazy in these LA streets. Maybe LA is dangerous. Yeah, maybe them Koreans were right, bro. <laughs> maybe them Koreans was <laughs> the right. Koreans were right. <laughs> they was right. Dude, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, man, man, this has been dope. Uh man. if you want to see some dope ass art, people can people buy your shit? Yeah. All right. Where can people buy your stuff? Where can people see your stuff? Are you having like an art show coming up? Anything like where people can consume what you're putting out there? 100%. Yeah, we uh First of all, rodbensonart.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, on Artsy, if you search Rod Benson, uh, stuff will come up there. Which yep. is uh, Artsy big, or Etsy? It's Artsy, Artsy. like Etsy, but okay. for art. It's actually oh, yeah. a pretty big uh, art marketplace. Oh, dope. Uh, and then we're about to put an installation inside of uh, Nana Judy. Uh, it's on uh, Fairfax right next to the Wolfgang store. Hell yeah. Uh, about to put some stuff in there, make it hot. We might even do an event for it. Uh, I'll probably put that information on the uh, on the gram and on the website nice. pretty soon. Hell yeah, man. Nice. 
And then what's the gram again? Z-S-O-R-R-Y-O-N. Dope. Jerion. Here's a question for you. Wrap it up. If somebody wanted to commission you, is like just say, yeah, I want to commission you. What is something that what's the what's the realm where they can commission you for art? Like I I do this. Jaquise wants to know how much money he got to spend to get a painting of himself. That's what he's trying to ask. I mean, I was gonna ask Mickey Mouse, but you know what I'm saying, <laughs> nigga, uh, don't do it <laughs> for Mickey Mouse. Know. Uh, I would say I'll that pay you not to draw Mickey. <laughs> the stuff that I that I do that you see on Instagram is for like galleries, and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty expensive for like most people in my realm. Right, right, right. But if someone asks me for a commission, I ask what their budget is. Right, and try and like work with them. You know, because usually people who ask me are you know homies right. or someone like in my orbit and to be clear i was not truly asking you for anything <laughs> he was I asking just, for a mickey mouse don't let this I'm man back for mouse. no but i just wanted to know like cuz i don't know like what that if somebody is a is an artist and a painter but they have a specific you know lane that they paint in absolutely right uh, and, they, and then i come to you and be like yo paint me this and you're like well that's uh, not if what you i said, really said like paint. paint me like sarah palin i'm gonna be like nah <laughs> <laughs> like you I need mean, someone else for that. i wouldn't ask for sarah I think most people who see what I do aren't going to ask about Tell them who you would ask for, Edgar. I mean, look, man, if I, if, if I had the dough, I would say commission me a painting of Kellyanne Conway on that couch. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> you can find Jaquise Neal at Jaquise Neal on all social media. At Alphagram on Instagram, Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter. You can find us at Culture Kings Pod on Instagram. Guys, we got some amazing shirts. Speaking of a dope artist, Lauren Moran. Lauren Moran so sorry. Did our, our new t-shirt logos. It's really dope. You can get it on truly anything, guys. I got my friend a tote bag just yeah. the other day because that's what she wanted. And I was like, yeah, I got you. I'll buy you a tote bag. I bought her a tote bag. And she's dope, man. I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. She's a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a pretty dope-ass uh, print of Becky Lynch. If you're a wrestling fan, you know who that is. Uh, that is being sold a lot. Yeah, so it's blowing up. It's mm-hmm. blowing up. So even if, you know, once you get your Coach of King shit for all the WWE fans out there, go hit her up for that too, man. Let's get this girl all the money. All the money. That's it, man. That's all I got for you. Thanks for listening. I got a deep cut of the week for us, though. Hit us. With hey, actually, deep... to that nigga out there who said uh, that he hated when I sang on the podcast, I want you to know. <laughs> la, 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 la. I want you to know, my nigga, I hate it, too. <laughs> but you know what I love more? Dollar signs, bitch. Damn. <laughs> I said, damn. Uh, that's what Did you guys ever see a... Uh, 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 do you ever used to watch uh, Hannibal Burris's uh, Periscope videos that he would make? Like after a show, he would just go on. Do you guys remember Periscope? It was a set thing where you just stream yourself yeah. and people yeah. could watch it. He would just go on Periscope all the time. Like it would be like after a show, he was bored. He just put himself on Periscope. I remember this dude commented, "Your show on Comedy Central sucks," and he said, "My show on Comedy Central sucks." I'll have five bad shows before you ever get to anywhere near your dreams. <laughs> that shit <laughs> killed me, bro. It's <laughs> also true, probably. That's so very true. Forget anywhere near your dreams. Damn. See, I, sometimes people be forgetting, man. When you when you roast people who identify as comedians, <laughs> they'll destroy you. Like they're gonna destroy you, man. Yeah, if they Hannibal, don't, it's because they choose not to. Yeah. <laughs> Hannibal's also like he kind of like. If you listen to his podcast, he like fights a lot. Yeah, like, he does. He'll go he's like somebody. in these streets. He's not yeah. like 
He's yeah. not just here for that BS. Yeah, no. he, ain't, he ain't here for it. Deep cut of the week, y'all. Uh, this was one of my jams back in the day. And by back in the day, I mean like four or five years ago. Uh, from the album These Days from Ab Soul. Let's rock out to Tree of Life, y'all. It's time to out. Yeah, I just wanna, I, I just wanna, LT3 shit, nigga, look. Uh, I just wanna live like the trades, shoot the braids, stay around some legs, you know what I mean? I'm about to go on tour Can't wait for wind pollination to plant my seeds in the soil uh, Around 07, TDE struck oil It's my turn, Mr. Long Term, my turmoil I'm holding up the terminal, taking flicks I'm irritated, but they the reason that I'm getting rich Cheese, give me a upgrade seat Then I'll be on my way, I'm on my way to NYC Last time I was there, I